0: Hey Bene, this is Reena the Annabil aka Mommy Imperfect and you are listening to the Sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect, the weekly podcast where I delve into different aspects of womanhood each and every week. Now usually I have guests with me, occasionally I like to do these solo podcasts. Now make sure you stick with me though because I've got a lot to say, a lot to get off my chest because today I am talking about things that women should really stop saying to each other. I'm trying to make it easy for you here. I have made a list, 10 things that women should never say to other women. Now, you know, I think women have this kind of um, reputation for being bitchy at times, for being mean girls when they're at school. And then that sometimes carries on into the workplace. You know, it doesn't have to be like that. It really doesn't. So listen up. Number one on my list is, oh my gosh, you look so good. Have you lost weight? Please, ladies, losing weight is not the best compliment that you can give someone. It's not the biggest and best thing that someone can do in their lives to look nice, right? To lose weight. And you've got to be really careful about the way that you comment on people's weight because it stays with them. You know, people that were called fat at school, a lot of them into adulthood, these things are still in their mind. Oh, I was called fat in the playground. I felt really rubbish about myself. Whenever I was eating, I felt like I shouldn't be eating. I felt greedy because I was called fat, okay? the same thing, people get that approval, like, oh my God, you look so good. Have you lost weight? So then if you put on weight, you think you don't look good or people aren't going to compliment me. It's, it's a slippery slope. Okay. Now my family in India, not my immediate family, but you know, cousins, aunties and stuff, they vary between telling me that I put on weight or that I'm too thin. Okay. So now I, I'm, I'm a grown woman now. I'm 43 years old. I know, ignore all of it. Okay, I know myself when I put on weight, when I haven't put on weight and, you know, my weight fluctuates sometimes. It's okay, It's normal. Right. But, you know, I've had situations where like I went to pick my family up two days before my wedding at the airport. First thing they said to me, you put on weight. It's like, okay, I'm getting married in two days time. What am I going to do about it now? What diet am I going to do to sort myself out for this wedding? And by the way, I didn't know I needed to lose weight because I actually felt really good about myself. So thanks for making me question that. Then, you know, if I like feel really good about myself because I've lost all my baby weight and gone to India, for example, it's always like, oh my god, have a rasmalai, have parate, have this, have that, because you're too thin. So is there, am, am I, I going to be good enough to be just exactly what people think is okay? I don't know and I don't care. Okay, but I've got to this stage and I'm saying that, you know, I haven't always been like that. And I think that, you know, I'm not, I'm not averse to people being concerned in rises in people's weights or like people losing a lot of weight very quickly because sometimes it's not healthy and sometimes it is a sign of something else. Like maybe, maybe somebody's let themselves go and they're not aware of it and then it takes somebody to nicely say to them in a very tactful way, being very sensitive, you know, maybe um. It's you know you've had a baby. It's been a year. Maybe you should start hitting the gym again. You know, feeling good about yourself or like, okay, you know we're going shopping. You're buying clothes that are two sizes bigger. Uh, maybe you might want to kind of think about working out and just looking after yourself a little bit better. It's hard to say these things. It is, but sometimes people need to to hear it. You know, somebody that I know recently, um, has put on weight and and it took someone to say to them, oh you know, I've looked at pictures of you and we used to train together and what's happening. And then this person was like, oh my gosh, I have, I've been letting myself go. I need to get back to it. Some people have had to say to me in my life, are you, you know, do you want to hit the gym again? Like in a nice way, you know, sometimes we do need that, but it's levels, it's levels of of closeness. Like how close are you to say that to somebody? Are you a big part of their life? Can you say it to them at the right time because it's a sensitive thing you know and you've got to wait for that right time and to say it in a right way if you genuinely are concerned about somebody but otherwise uh just nah you can you can just say you look good and that is a nice compliment you look you look good you look amazing you look sexy you look beautiful these are the things that we like to hear from women and the and a compliment from a woman is a beautiful thing to hear because you know sometimes men they have these hidden agendas with a compliment sometimes you know so we I don't know it's different I just think a compliment from a woman hits different so we do we do listen a lot to what other women say about our appearance you know it is important so just yeah make sure you're saying the right thing I think number two now this is is related as well so related to weight but it's about the weight and bodies of pregnant women and you know, post-pregnancy. Listen, there's something happens when a woman gets pregnant. It's like her body becomes like just in the public domain for people to comment on. Like how you're carrying your baby, you know, your bump. Is it too big? Is it too small? Oh, does that mean it's going to be a boy? Does that mean it's going to be a girl? Listen, I have had three children and every time I put on a lot of weight. I put on about four stone every time. Okay. Now, A lot of the time, I didn't even realize that I was putting on this weight, or or care, you know. In, In the last pregnancy, I did because I wanted to make it easier for myself to lose the weight afterwards. So I kind of was very conscious about just eating healthy, you know, not eating too much rubbish and stuff. But I've had people in the office, people that I didn't even really know that much, saying things like, "Oh, I've noticed you put on less weight this time than before," you know, with your last pregnancy. And I'm thinking, what, like? how are you noticing these things about me and why do you think it's okay to tell me like what am I going to do with that okay or oh you know your boobs haven't gone this big this time or oh your bum's gone like this oh you know your bum's huge isn't it it's like okay what can I do because when when you're pregnant it's like you feel very very out of control of your body you know this you can't you're not on some a weight loss thing, you know, you're not trying to put on weight, it just is, like there's a human being growing inside you, you feel out of control, stuff can happen to you and not just your, your stomach, it can happen to your boobs, your bum, your arms, your face, everything can get a little bit bigger and a lot of people are conscious with that, I wasn't until other people started saying it to me but a pregnant woman's body is not in the public domain, you know, it's, no, it is, <laughs> even like a a woman came up to me when I was in the shop saying oh my god are you having twins I am too now okay I get it that you wanted to have like a friend to talk to about like being pregnant with twins but mine wasn't twins it was just one huge kid in there so number oh and on on, while we're on that topic um there are people who have said to me after having my baby so let's just talk about post-pregnancy a little bit right because um yeah people have said to me Oh my gosh, you still look pregnant. Are you having another one? Ha ha ha, lol. No, I'm not having another one. And I feel really bad about the fact that everybody else who had a baby at the same time as me is back in their size 10 jeans and I still am in maternity clothes six months later, okay? It's not funny at all. And there were several people, not my immediate family, but like um, just extended family who said things like, oh, you know your stomach hasn't changed, it's still out. Are you having another one? Ha ha ha. And I, oh God, it made me feel so bad about myself. So I just think, be aware that, you know, it takes people time for their stomach to go back to normal and they are not feeling good about that fact. They're not feeling good about it. They're not at the stage where they want to laugh about it. Okay, so if you want to have a little laugh because that's how you, I don't know, get your humour, do it internally, please. Number three, right, criticising or commenting on somebody's partner. Now, there are times when you might need to do intervention into somebody's life because you've noticed that their partner is treating them like shit and they definitely deserve better or, you know, they may be in an abusive relationship and it's like, you know, that conversation is a different one where it's like, I'm really worried about you, blink twice if you need help, that kind of thing. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, people saying things like, Come into your house and. mmm, he, 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 I notice he, he doesn't do a lot with the kids does he or he doesn't really help around the house that much does he it's like you know people have said this to me about my husband and now okay he doesn't do cooking and things like that okay fine now some people might look at that and say well why are you all the one, always the one doing it you know and then and that could go two ways right so I could then think well why am I why am I and oh it's not fair this person's telling me that their, their partner's doing all of this and whatever they may or may not be. And I'm just feeling bad about it. Now, it's not helpful, you know, (laughs) just think about who is giving you that, that, um, not advice, even commentary about your relationship and think, where's their man? What are they doing? Maybe they should focus on that, right? If this isn't a, you know, intervention type situation, if it's just nitpicking at what your other half is doing, because they're not there all the time, they're not there noticing that you know maybe your husband goes to sleep at one a.m. every night because he's working, you know, and and also you don't you don't feel the need to explain to people as well, you know, when people say things to me, I, I just let them have it. I'm like, yeah, okay, because you know you know what's right and what works for you. At number four, people commenting on other people's. Um, the way that other people bring up their kids. Okay. So saying things like, oh, I'd never let my kids do that. If my kids did that, I'd just, I'd do this to them. Or when I have kids, oh, they're never doing that. Or your kids are very demanding, aren't they? What am I going to do with that information? Because I did not get a receipt with my kids. I can't take them back and say, excuse me, can I get the non-demanding ones, please? Because, uh, you know, this person got the ones that are folding laundry and doing homework quietly. Mine are kicking each other in the head. Please, can I give them back and get the non-demanding uh, studious types, please? You can't do that. Whatever your kids are like, they are like. And, you know, I want my kids to be folding laundry quietly. I do. But... They quite often they're not, because like I told you, I've got three kids, I've got a 13-year-old, I have an 11-year-old, and I have a five-year-old. And so this house is quite a loud, chaotic house. Now, when some people come into this environment, they are like, oh God, it's a bit much. There's a lot going on here. There's, you know, one kid like doing this random thing, one kid doing this. There's a couple of people bickering. Okay, fine. Okay. But I. when somebody says to me things like, your kids are they're really demanding aren't they what am I gonna do with that okay because do you not think I'm trying my best am I you know sometimes it makes people feel like either a slightly envious oh why didn't I get the kids who listened the first time right or am I doing something wrong okay if your your kids are so quiet and good they've slept through the night since they were born brilliant. Either you're very lucky or am I doing something wrong? Am I a rubbish mum? And that's how it can actually make somebody feel. You know, or it, it and and plus you don't know, like I think a lot of people forget and they put rose tinted glasses on things, like, oh my kids have never done that. Really? Because and this is another thing that I had to learn like not to take it so to heart if my kids do something if they're going through a phase where they're, I don't know, answering back, not listening or whatever. It doesn't mean I am a rubbish mum, because I know I'm actually trying my best, okay, it's their children, and they're going to make mistakes, they're not supposed to be perfect people, adults are doing all kinds of nonsense, and making mistakes every day, I'm still learning myself, okay, so why do we expect them to be perfect person, and why do you expect somebody else's kids to be exactly the same as your kids, you know, I've, I've got friends who, um, they're in much calmer situations than me because maybe they've got two kids, even maybe three, and they're very well behaved, like quiet, very quiet children. That's just the way they are. But personalities are different, I think. And it doesn't help anybody. You know, I think if you want to say something that's helpful and positive, it might be like something along the lines of, oh, I found with my kids doing this work, or, you know, I found maybe, um, I don't know, sitting by the their bedside, before they went to sleep so that they know you're there and then going away works that might work not like god your kids are a mission at night aren't they what's that gonna do how's that gonna make me feel yes they are what can I do about it number five are you okay you look really tired you know what I'm not tired sometimes that's the way it is sometimes I'm like I'm not tired I'm just not wearing any concealer I'm literally having the best day of my life and I'm behaving like you know completely fine with you why are you feeling the need to tell me that I look tired because I'm actually great okay how I just understand I don't understand how that's helpful. Or anybody I just I don't get it and you know what sometimes I am really tired and I probably do look tired because I've got three kids like I told you and the little one still doesn't sleep through the night a lot of the time but um there have been times where I've actually gone to work with no makeup on cuz I couldn't be bothered and people have been very concerned oh, you look really tired oh, are you okay are you ill oh, you must be ill oh my god do you want to go home do you want to go home rena to the point where I've just been like I yeah I am ill actually all right I'll, I'll go I'll take off early then thanks bye and I've been fine listen it's not helpful okay someone's face is their face L- literally that was my face when I walked into that office just my face with no makeup on if you want to tell me I'm ill I'm ill okay I'll go home but just know I'm fine okay I'm sorry that my bags under my eyes offend you number six unsolicited advice about breastfeeding and bottle feeding Okay, so you know, this this one's for the moms. Now, a lot of people are gonna can relate to this. Like, someone's always got an opinion on things. Oh, are you bottle feeding? Are you breastfeeding? Why are you doing that for? Oh my gosh. You know, I, I've struggled with breastfeeding every single time I had a baby, and I really wanted to live this life where I would, you know, put my baby to the breast, have a nice breastfeeding, go to sleep after 20 minutes, like apparently a lot of other kids did. But they didn't because it didn't work out too well. You know, I went through a lot of uh, tears and stuff just to try to really get it right. And some people were like, no, don't give up. You should really try. Do you not think? I've tried everything, you know, um, or I'd I'd speak to friends who'd had kids around the same time. Oh, I'm finding it really hard. You know, I'm really stressed out about the breastfeeding. And <laughs> some of them would unhelpfully say, are you? Oh, that's really weird because I just touch my boob and milk comes shooting out. Oh. Okay, how is that meant to make me feel because I've been on a breast pump for the last half an hour and literally got half an ounce out. But great, your your milk is shooting out of your boobs, okay? It's it's a sensitive topic and I didn't realize how much it was until I actually had my own kids. You know how much, you know, you're all, you're all over the place hormonally and things hit you a little bit harder after you've just had a baby. Because it's just, yeah, sleep deprived everything. So this whole, you should bottle feed, you should bottle feed, why aren't you, you should breastfeed, why aren't you doing it? Just, just know there's enough information out there now that the majority of mums have got that information that breast is best, yes, but sometimes it doesn't always work out that way. And that's okay. You know, we're just trying to make it through the days, really. At number seven, women commenting on the amount of makeup that other women wear. I have heard so many times, oh, she wears a lot of makeup. That's why she looks pretty. Oh, she wears too much makeup. Oh, yeah. You know, Oh, she she's not quite the natural look. Do you know what? Listen, it, a lot of this comes from a place of insecurity. I feel like if you're somebody that hasn't got a clue how to even put on concealer and, you know, you're looking at a woman who looks glam with the lashes, the contouring, everything, and it's done good or maybe not so good, but she's, you know, she's happy let her be, you know, either you, you can go on and do these makeup tutorials, learn this yourself, how to do a cut crease, how to apply contour, if that's what you want to do, and you feel threatened by the fact that this woman's all made up, looking all glam out there and stuff, you know, my sisters are very good at this kind of thing, eyeshadow, putting on lashes without the use of a mirror in about two seconds, I can't do it, now if I had the time or cared, I would, but you know, I'm appreciating they look amazing. They look glam, you know, and if I wanted to, I could do that myself. So I just think, you know, it's like, there's no need to comment. We know everybody knows they're wearing makeup. Yeah. Nobody's fooled by the fact that these lashes are normal because a lot of the time the lashes can be seen from outer space. And if that's how you want to roll, then do that. Right. (laughs) I, yeah, I just, I don't get it. And, and, um, there was there's one podcast guest, um, Raji, she came on my podcast a few months ago and other women were actually commenting on her YouTube videos saying things like, you know, how do you, you the way you look without makeup is not good, your skin's so bad or putting uh, pictures of her up online. Like if you want to, if you want to see how your woman, how beautiful your woman really is, take her swimming on a date okay, because obviously, you know, you can't be wearing makeup, and then they put a picture of Raji up with, um, you know, shed spots, because she suffered from acne, and you know, that's such a nasty thing to do, like, when other women do this to each other, nah, that's just the opposite of sisterhood, I'm not having it. At number eight, asking other women when they are going to have kids, or don't you want kids? It's like, oh, you know, you've, you you've, you've, got married, tick. Now the next thing is kids, tick. Maybe they do want kids, maybe they don't want kids. Our whole sole purpose on this earth is not to just to have kids. You know, yes, it's a natural thing. A lot of women yearn for it. It's how the human race survives. But there's a lot of people on this planet, okay? So it doesn't, nothing depends on this person having kids. The human race will be fine. And also, there's a lot of people who have maybe been trying to have kids and it's not going so well. You know, they might have experienced miscarriage. They might have got fertility issues and stuff and you know it it can be a trigger for them if you're just saying, Are oh, you not having kids then? Listen, I just think leave that alone. There's a lot of other things that we can ask women about how they are, how they're doing in life. It doesn't always have to revolve around when they're having kids. At number nine, women telling other women, like moms, saying to other um non moms you don't understand what it's like because you are not a mom. Okay, so they're completely discounting everything that this woman woman is saying about any opinions to do with having kids, raising kids or anything. Now, I've just said, okay, there's a way that you can talk to people about raising kids. You don't have to make people feel like crap because their kids are not, you know, they're not up to your standard or I wouldn't do this with my kids. Okay, that's not great. But I don't think it's right to discount everything that somebody says to ignore somebody something that somebody says about raising kids because they haven't got kids because I've often found and I didn't know this right until I became a mom but I found that a lot of people who are parents you kind of forget what it was like to be a child a lot like you have to literally go there you you consciously go there to that place because you're so in parent mode okay what have the kids had to eat I need to give them a bath I need to do this I need to take them to school there's a lot going on and then your work and everything slotting it all in so I think that we get so much in mum mode that sometimes we do forget what it was like to be 10 years old and really want to do this thing but you're not allowed or oh my friends are all doing this or someone's making fun of me in the playground and I feel like a lot of women who um, haven't had kids, you know, a lot of women, have, they've said to me, oh, don't you remember what it was like to be that age? Or when I was 10, I did this and then my mum said this to me or this helped or whatever. And, you know it's i think part of the reason is maybe they're not so sleep deprived and battered as the parents are right so they can come with fresh eyes to this situation um but i i even know like um uh, laura amy's who is a nanny and she's been on this channel five program um about uh, raising children and stuff um and she doesn't have any kids of her own but she's a nanny and she's got amazing advice on bringing up kids and lots of brilliant tips now So I I wouldn't be like, you don't know what you're talking about because you haven't got kids and people have actually said this to her. So I, yeah, I don't really agree with that. At number 10, and this is my last point I'm going to make. When you tell your girlfriend or your, um, you know, female relative or whatever about, for example, you know, a dating dilemma or a argument with your husband, for example, or partner, whatever. And they respond with, this is like the most unhelpful thing that a person can say when you go to them with a dating dilemma or relationship advice or whatever. What is that supposed to mean? That all men are shit, give up now, just accept it, right? Or I haven't got anything to say to help you or just keep hating your husband and how dumb he is because nothing's going to get better. You know, what I, I just don't understand. I just think it's really unhelpful. And I do have some very good friends who I don't take any kind of dilemma stuff to them because I know this is the answer. Many, eh, they're all the same. I don't think they are all the same, actually. I think, yes, there are some traits which genders have, right, which are similar. But I think, <laughs> I just don't think that's helpful, you know. And I think you need to be careful about who you are going to for that kind of advice. You know, there's only the certain kinds of people that you know, if you go to them, and say to them you know okay me and my husband we had an argument about this I'm not really too happy about the way he said this to me or you know we're not agreeing on this or whatever or you know I really like this guy but um, I'm not sure about this I'm not sure about his attitude to this I'm not sure about his family whatever whatever it is right you know you want somebody to actually make you think make you think about the situation and challenge things and I feel like you know um, my sisters are very good at that because they genuinely care about how I'm going about solving these issues right so it's you know they'll say things like have you thought about how it felt to him when you did that could you have said this better could he have maybe you need to have a chat maybe you need to sit down talk things through you know and I feel like that is a lot more helpful than just many it's just no Now, listen, there might be things that you disagree with. There might be some unpopular opinions in what I've just said. And there might be things which you think should be on that list. Let me know. I would love to hear from you. Email address is mummyimperfect at gmail.com. You can uh, comment on my Insta page at Sisterhood of Mummy Imperfect or at Rena D Annabelle. Um, please do like this podcast. Please do share it. That'd be great because I feel like the podcast is growing. And um, you know, I haven't done any advertising or anything like that. It's just word of mouth, it's people sharing, and also reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you could write me a nice review, that would also help this podcast to be found by. By others and just help it to grow organically and it would mean the world to me. So thank you for listening to me and I hope you're cool. Uh, I hope you're going to join me again next week when I'll be back with something new. Until then, take care of yourself. Baby. Bye.